You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com.
Good afternoon, good evening, good morning, whatever time it is in the world, wherever you are tuning in for. Ghosty, how's my sound today? Sound check, sound check. I need to know. I'm hoping that we are connected. Uh, just let me know. Uh, give me a thumbs up, but no, I'll need a bit more than a thumbs up, I'm afraid. I'll need a, a loud and clear written down because otherwise um, I'll need to plug in a different microphone. Fortunately, I have one nearby, but I think this should be fine. Ghosty, just let me know if it's not working. I will plow on and I will come to your uh, questions and thoughts on what I've said, but also the day's action and maybe some potential matches that are still to good. Matthew already beating Ghosty to the punch. Ghosty's trying to get his fingers done. Glad that I'm coming through uh, loud and clear anyway for you at least, Matthew. Uh, let me know as well where you're tuning in from. Uh, many of you probably tuning in from all over the world. And many of you, I don't know the exact location. So just write to me where you are in the world tuning in from. I'm in Bonn in Western Germany, but I'm going to take a sip of coffee and then we're going to get to it. Okay, let's start with uh, Andy Murray uh, going out in four sets today. We covered this on the live stream earlier uh, with Damien uh, and Nick and I think, listen, the first thing is for the first set and a half, <laughs> it did look like uh, he'd had a night out, let's say, and was uh, struggling to wake himself up. Of course, his nights out had been going till four or five in the morning, but of a slightly different variety to many of us mere mortals. He was playing tennis until that time, and it did show in those that first set and a half. And maybe, just maybe, if he has any regrets, it might be that slow start, because in set two or towards the end of set two, but also at times at the beginning of set three, his movement was great. And he, between points, he was struggling. And we saw him sort of sort of dragging his heels as only Andy can. Um, afterwards, by the way, he sort of had mixed emotions, as he says here. Uh, I feel like I gave everything that I had to this event. So in that respect, I am proud. Um, uh, that is really in whatever you're doing, all you can do. You can't always control the outcome. You can't control how well you're going to play or the result. So he gave it all, his all, but it wasn't enough to prevail. Going down, 6-1-6-7-6-3-6-4. How far do you have Bautista a good getting, by the way? Bearing in mind, we've probably got Djokovic and Runa on a collision course. Do you see RBA making another Grand Slam semifinal? Of course, he got to the Wimbledon semifinal uh, in 2019, where he also met Djokovic before succumbing in four sets. Uh other results today, of course, we had Dan Evans, another Brit going out in straight sets. So no more Brits in the draw on either side with Cam Norrie, of course, departing yesterday. Andre Rublev, that's a very impressive win. I saw some people on Twitter saying just how good they thought Rublev was playing. Sadly, I was uh, asleep at that time, so I couldn't catch that match. But let me know in the live chat what, chat what you think about Rublev. Does he have a chance of beating Holger Rune? Holger Rune, by the way, also winning in straight sets today. Other things that caught my mind were also Caroline Garcia. Uh, she uh, lost the first set to Siegmund. We also were covering that on the live stream. Siegmund, by the way, doing very well at various points in the second set. At one point, it looked like she was going to be uh, down in that set, but she got it back on track before ultimately succumbing. Uh, Garcia, should we be, take that as a positive? Should we take it as a negative that she got pushed so much? Uh, Garcia, of course, now through to round four. Um, she's in the course, the half of the draw, 
which is pretty spare when it comes to Grand Slam champions. In fact, so spare, I think there are none in the bottom half of the women's draw. Uh, in the top half, however, and by the way, Sabalenka, of course, is the main one there. She's going to play Bencic, both of them winning today. Uh, Sabalenka winning in straight sets again. Is she your tip? She's mine to tip, my tip to win the whole tournament. So, yeah, let me know your thoughts on Sabalenka and how far you see her going. She's going to be playing Belinda Bencic, though. But both of those, I think, the winner of that may well fancy their chances of winning the whole title. Like I said, no Grand Slam champions in the bottom half of the women's draw, but the top half of the women's draw could not be any different in terms of the fact that we have a lot, a lot of Grand Slam champions. Count them. Iga Sviontek, three Grand Slam titles, will be playing Elena Rabakina, uh, this is tonight or tomorrow morning, who, of course, has a Wimbledon title. Ostapenko has a title. She won the French Open. She has a, uh, a major title. Coco Goff has been in a final of a major title, a major tournament, but has yet to win one. Pagula is also in the top half. Grand Slam semi-finalist, eh, sorry, Grand Slam quarter-finalist uh, on many occasions last year. Kalachikova, Grand Slam winner, and my tip to get to the final, by the way. All in the top half of the draw, and I believe Sabal, uh, sorry, I believe Azarenka is also in that half. Yes, she is as well. So we have five of the eight players in the top half of the women's draw who have all won a Grand Slam title. None in the bottom half. So we're going to have at least a finalist who's never won a Grand Slam title. Can Sabalenka manage the occasion? Don't know. Uh, I will be addressing, by the way, some of your comments. I can see people talking about Bautista Agut, Tommy Paul, Shelton, and Wolf also getting a mention. I will come to those points very shortly. By the way, for those of you just joining, make sure you hit that like button. Make sure you subscribe to the channel if you are new. And feel free to donate to the channel via a super chat. And as long as it's not too offensive, I'll put it on the screen. Coffee tick. Okay. Other results from today. I tell you what I will also do is I'll um, probably put on the screen for you uh, some of the uh, matches that we have to come. Not least as it won't, uh, it will also help remind me of some of the matches that we've had in the last 24 hours. Uh, Roberto Bautista, good as I mentioned. Tommy Paul, by the way, winning in straight sets. But I did hear that uh, his opponent, of course, uh, had a few issues. Brooksby, Jensen Brooksby's had a, had a few issues with his health. So perhaps that contributed to the straight sets win. But one good thing for Tommy Paul, we saw how he came through in five sets in back-to-back matches in New York. Should be much fresher on this occasion for his clash uh, with uh, RBA. So many of you, I'm sure, may well be tip tipping Tommy Paul. How do you see that clash going? And tell me your thoughts on... Um, his win over Jensen Brooksby today as well. Uh, Shelton and Wolf, probably Shelton's slight favourite for that one. I would probably have Shelton getting through to the quarterfinals, which would be a sensational achievement, bearing in mind it's only his second Grand Slam. He only joined the tour about six months ago. Um, but let me know your thoughts on that. Some of these matches, unfortunately, last night I wasn't able to see, but a match that I did see was Novak Djokovic against Dimitrov, which was about nine o'clock this morning, uh, Central European time. Are we concerned? He said that um, he won in straight sets against Dimitrov, by the way. But he said in his press conference afterwards that um, any other tournament he would have pulled out by now. Australian Open and a chance to win a 10th crown uh, suggests that uh, he will not be doing that anytime soon. Of course, with, I'm talking about the hamstring injury, but he looks fine. He looks fine. And that's probably the most important thing. 
you don't have a serious injury um, and winning straight sets all the time. So he looks okay. Uh, it's probably there. It probably bothers him from time to time, but I don't think it is affecting his performances until now. And it'll either be, it's it's one of those that'll it'll either be there or it won't be. It'll just go pop as it once occurred to me uh, on the soccer field. Um, Runa Rublev, Runa winning in straight sets again. That's now three matches back-to-back and he's yet to drop a set. I do think his pre-tournament loss to Nishioka needs to be put into context that he barely played in the previous couple of months. He is on a collision course with Novak Djokovic. Yes, please. No disrespect to Rublev, by the way. And Rublev, of course... um, in his ninth clash with Dan Evans, now ekes out a lead of 5-4 in that head-to-head uh, because he won in straight sets against Dan Evans. It's kind of funny how they have such a, a lengthy head-to-head and also such a competitive one, whereas you probably think Runa was the higher achiever, bearing in mind his top 10 status for the last couple of years, and Dan Evans hasn't really knocked at the top 10 door, not at least until now. But yeah, he won in straight sets. He does have a chance against uh, Runa, so I'm not ruling that out. Let me know your thoughts in the live chat. Like this video and don't forget to subscribe. Okay, as you can see in the top half of the men's draw, these matches are still to come. We will be covering Stefanos Tsitsipas against Yannick Sinner on the channel, 8 a.m. GMT tomorrow, 9 a.m. Central European time. So please subscribe to the channel and come and join us for that match for your Sunday morning tea and English breakfast or continental breakfast, or whatever it is you're having. Or if you're coming in from the Americas, come and join us as well. Maybe you're stumbling home from the pub or the nightclub. Come and stick on a bit of Talking Tennis as you arrive home in the early hours of the morning and tune in for Stefanos Tsitsipas, Yannick Sinner. Tsitsipas, of course, coming through also in straight sets yesterday. Uh, Yannick Sinner. Hello, Lexi. Uh, Yannick Sinner, by the way, uh, winning in five, of course, against Fucevic. But... Uh, that matchup certainly, I would say, is very much in the favour of the Greek. We will remember the quarterfinal last year that he won in straight sets, arguably his best performance of 2022, at least on the court. Um, and they are set to clash tomorrow morning. So make sure, uh, thanks, Lexi. Yeah, uh, make sure you join us, Lexi, as well tomorrow morning, where we do be doing sets pass against Sinner, the battle of the S for you as well. Uh, so thanks for joining us. I will come to some of your comments. I can see more stuff about Cressy and Umber, uh, Rublev, uh, etc. in the comments there from Matthew. I will be addressing those comments shortly before bringing today's episode of the 20 Minutes to a close. And today's episode, by the way, will be 20 minutes, unlike that 50-minute episode that I had yesterday. Some people said it was too much. Some people said it wasn't enough. You cannot keep everybody happy. I will send a link, though, by the way, in the live chat to yesterday's episode of the 20 minutes, which will also give you a bit more of an idea as to how many of these players that we just touched on progressed through to the next round. Uh, Let's have a quick copy and paste for that so I can put it in the live chat for you. So you can check out yesterday's episode as well. Yes, Stefanos, I assume that's in relation to City Pass. I'm sure there are other Stefanos on the planet, but regards to tennis, really right now, there's only one, at least on the ATP side in the top 10. Okay, Nishioka Hatchinoff as well. That's still to come. Uh, I think many of us would probably have Kachanoff as slight favourite there. Her catch quarter, mm, 51-49 in favour of the che- uh, in favour of the American. I nearly called him Czech there, and Lehetska Felix as well. All of those matches to come as well. Just having a quick look on the women's side before we bring today's episode to a close. 
Uh, I've got Lynette or Alexandrova there, but actually it's Lynette. She won through in straight sets today. I also caught the third set or the second set of that match. Uh, she went through in straight sets, as I say, but she did make heavy weather of closing out. She needed two attempts at that. Let's have a quick correction of that as well in the chat. So that way we see it like this and like this. That was pretty quick. Uh, she'll be playing Garcia, by the way. Garcia had a real sticky moment when she lost that first set today, as I touched upon earlier. Furuhovitova will play Vekic as well. Sabalenka, Bencic, which I touched upon as well. Bencic going through uh, today too. And then we have Pliskova against Sang. But tomorrow's matches, probably, what are you most looking forward to? Rybakina, Sviontek? Uh, Ostapenko, Goff, Pegula, Krajcikova, or Azarenko, Zhu. It's a pity from our point of view, Central European point of view, admittedly, uh, that um, none of, neither Rybakina, Sviontek, or Pegula, Krajcikova is on that late. Otherwise, I would love to cover that match on the channel as well. But the matches that we will be covering tomorrow will be Sitsipas against Sinner, and maybe Azarenko, Zhu as well, but particularly Sitsipas, Sinner. Okay, live chat. Please get your comments and questions in the live chat as soon as possible. Otherwise, uh, you'll miss out because this show will be coming to an end in a couple of minutes. I'm going to address those questions and thoughts right now from the top to the bottom. Coffee, check, talking, tennis, mug. Uh, yeah, just a confirmation there from Matthew that we're all sounding good today. Okay, so Matthew, by the way, RBA experience means he's favourite to win that quarter. Uh, I presume that means you think he's getting to the semi-final, Matthew. Uh, Paul and then winner of uh, Shelton versus Wolf. Uh, uh, Josh, they're saying Shelton looks like third best team. Uh, I guess that's after Alcaraz and Runa. Quite possibly. Uh, and as I said to you earlier, that being in his second Grand Slam and making a quarterfinal already, he's at, I actually had him doing a bit more in New York and decided, and he didn't, he went out in the first round. Whereas this time I decided to let him be, if you like, uh, in terms of my bracket and predictions. But he's been sensational. And now he could be. And I think he might be. And I think he will beat JJ Wolf, but it'll be tough. Okay, Matthew here is also saying, not seen much of Runa, but he's had a great draw. Cressy and Umber are pretty nice. Rublev is the test, depending on uh, Rublev's head. By the way, I saw Rublev today had, don't worry, be happy on his racket bag. Maybe Rublev has decided to turn a corner and just focus on the tennis rather than focusing on smashing his racket or punching himself up and beating himself up. Maybe as the episode I did in, when was it? Uh, in November that we did with Craig O'Shaughnessy, where we spoke about this in quite detail. Uh, maybe that has uh, helped him turn the corner. Um, so, yeah, by the way, don't forget that episode that I posted as well up here as well. That's yesterday's episode of the 20 minutes. But make sure you check out some previous episodes. Make sure you just put in Craig O'Shaughnessy talking tennis. You'll soon find it. It was done in November just after the uh, ATP finals. So maybe he's turned a corner and maybe he's ready to beat Runa. We will see. Uh, Eager versus Rebecca, and I think Lexi's very excited for that. It's a pity, as I say, here in Europe, it'll be an, an inconvenient time. Uh, but otherwise, we would cover it. But definitely, I'll be touching on it in the 20 minutes. It may even dominate the 20 minutes tomorrow. Rebecca looked poor in the first match. I wasn't aware of her first match. I was focused on her match with Collins, where to me, she looked consistent. 
And I think she's going to trouble Eager. I do not have Eager as a comfortable favourite. I am tipping Eager to go through, but not with any great confidence. Uh, and that's mainly down to the fact that I have a lot of time for Rebecca. And uh, she had a disappointing um, uh, time in New York. But in my opinion, she's played, she played really well against Collins. That serve, very, very consistent. What are the chances of Rebecca beating Eager? Well, there we go. I think I've just addressed that. Um, yeah, she might want the career slam. I don't think she'll get the annual slam, but of course she's missing the Australian Open and Wimbledon. Might have to wait another year or two before the Wimbledon crown. We will see. Uh, Matthew D'Souza, by the way, suggesting that he thinks Sinner and Steph much closer uh, to a 50-50 and very different to last year. No, I don't agree, Matthew. I see, I see actually their trajectories coming into this as being even more convincing for Steph. I get things wrong. I got it wrong a year ago. I thought that quarterfinal would be very, very, very competitive. Um, but it was anything but with Steph winning it in straight sets. Steph played really well. Sinner didn't turn up. The reason why I'm even more convinced, though, about tomorrow in terms of Steph is I think Steph is playing better than he was a year ago. A year ago, he would played around with his racket and his strings. He was getting used to certain differences there. He also, uh, a year ago, was recovering from an elbow uh, surgery. I actually think he overachieved, if anything, at the last year's Australian Open. For the rest of the year, I would say it was largely disappointing. But in getting to the semi-finals, I think he couldn't expect much more a year ago. This year, different. I think he really needs to be getting to that final. Otherwise, anything else will be a disappointment, I would suggest. And, and then it depends on who he faces. Good chance he could be facing, of course, uh, Djokovic. But if he's facing Runa, that would be a kind of a Moratoglu clash. Uh, I guess uh, he would stay in Runa's box, but maybe he'll have a tiny turning Nadal like dilemma. Uh, yeah, and I also think Sinner is in not such good shape compared to a year ago. Bearing in mind the injury issues he's had since the US Open, his form has been patchy at best. Overcame Fucevic in five sets, but struggled to do so. And as I also touched upon in yesterday's 20 minutes that I posted in the uh, live chat today, I think it was more of a case of Fucevic collapsing. Three games from the last 21 would suggest so, and, and a few unforced errors that really should not have occurred from the racket of the Hungarian. So yeah, that's why I disagree. Maybe I'm wrong, but I, I think you understand my reasoning. Uh, Ostapenko Goff, thoughts? Uh, much closer than some people are predicting. I saw uh, some people on this channel, whom I respect, saying it'll be very comfortable for Coco Goff. I'm not so convinced. I see it as being 60-40 in favour of the American, but let's see. I do think Goff at the moment has a ceiling, and that ceiling is fourth round quarterfinals of a major. Albeit probably on clay, she has a bit less competition, which explains why she got to the final last year. Time to breathe and have a sip of coffee. Make a note of what it says at the bottom of the screen there. Hit that like button and don't forget to subscribe to the channel if you are new and tune in tomorrow morning, 9 a.m. Central European time, 8 a.m. GMT. Um, what time will that be? That'll be 3 a.m. Eastern Standard Time and I think 1 a.m. Uh, Pacific Time. I think these are the times that you need to be tuning in for for tomorrow's episode, not of uh, the 20 minutes, but for Sitsi Pass Sinner. Uh, make sure you tune in for that. We'll be covering that on the show. I know Mario, our Italian stallion, who right now is just catching a plane to go back to Italy. He spent a week here in Germany with me. He is on his way back to Italy and he will be with us tomorrow morning, live from Italy, to give you his thoughts on that match. So make sure you hit that like button and subscribe to the channel and hit the notification bell. Ding, 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 ding. So that way you can tune in for tomorrow's show. Lehetska Felix. 
Great. I'm glad you asked me on this one because I think this one will also be very tight. I've got Felix going through, but with very little conviction. Felix has wobbled a few times already. Two sets down in a previous match. Dropped a set against Sarondolo. He's not looked convincing. And Lehetska is playing really well. We call him Inform Lehetska on the channel for a reason. He's playing really well, beating Cam Norrie in five sets. Cam Norrie was playing amazingly. That tells you everything. This on paper should be a Felix comfortable win. I don't see it that way. It could really... I would not be surprised if Lehetska wins. I'm not saying he will, but that's my suggestion. Any final thoughts? I hope Jack is okay after Annie's exit. I wasn't actually. I think some perspective maybe, Jack, no doubt. I'm going to be speaking to him in about half an hour on his show. Probably a little bit about that and the Australian Open first week as well. Uh, so make sure you check out Jack's podcast and YouTube channel on the line. Um, but some perspective, and Andy put some perspective on it as well. I will just share that again on the screen, what he had to say, because some people are just tuning in right now. Uh, he put some nice perspective on it. Uh, he said he had a lot of mixed emotions after losing to Bautista Agut. Uh, he feels like he gave it everything. What more could he possibly do? And I do think that the two five setters that he had did finally catch up with the 35-year-old today. He said, you can control the effort that you put into it, and I gave everything that I had these last three matches and maybe let me know what you think in the live chat maybe he has one last amazing run at Wimbledon in him maybe just maybe City Pass Sinner result will be the same Josh I agree thank you for stopping by everybody hit that like button here's a reminder of some of the results in the last 24 hours Make sure you subscribe to the channel and uh, yeah, if you're new, if you haven't done so already and tune in tomorrow morning and come and join us all in the live chat for Tsitsipas Sinner, 9am Central European time. Stefanos Tsitsipas against Sinner will be live on this channel. Tennis World, thanks for stopping by.
Social Podcast Network.